Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hey everybody out there in Geekdom, this Geek Soul Brother and I'm putting the funk in the final frontier. Welcome to episode 292 of Geek Soul Brother and the Nerdy Venoms. In this episode, we covered uh, the San Diego Comic Con, some of the stuff that came out, some of the news, some of the uh, casting news, some of the trailers that came out, awesome trailers and everything. And it was also a pleasure to have Regine Sawyer from Lock It Down Productions. She is the producer of her own comic book, The Rippers, and other titles. And she is also the founder of Women in Comics Collective, where she has uh, uh, connections all over the world. It's an international group of women that uh, do comics, that <laughs> basically do comics. So you definitely want to look her up, uh, Regine Sawyer. Lock It Down Productions. Also glad that we have Blurred Words, Black Nerdity, and uh, Bison to add to the uh, discussion. Really appreciated everybody for coming on board. We also talked about Star Trek, uh, what we liked about it, if we liked it, if we didn't like it. And Black Nerdity gave us a nice little review of Ice Age, because she was definitely going to see Ice Age. And I also gave a review of Lights Out, the horror movie produced by James Wan. It was a pretty good show. Hey, find us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you do, rate and subscribe. Really appreciate that. Also, find me online, geeksoulbrother.com. I got reviews and trailers on my site. And also, uh, check out that donate button when you get a chance. Help us out with the show. Also, find me on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, and you can find the Five Nerdy Venoms on Facebook and Twitter for all your nerdy news. And check out my YouTube channel where I've been doing video reviews, having fun with that. And uh, if you want to hit us up live, just check us out on Tuesdays, 10 p.m., TalkShoe.com, and just look for Geek Soul Brother and the Nerdy Venoms. Otherwise, hope you guys enjoy, and uh, just a reminder, show's for adults, so just watch the language uh, around the kiddies. Otherwise, on to the show. Take care, you guys. Peace. You can sit back, relax. You okay. can go to sleep, you know. <laughs> we'll just mute you. You just call me when you need me. I'm right here. Oh, you you me. <laughs> That's funny. Well, we uh, well, let's get started for you listeners out there. This geek's old brother. I got Minority events with me. We also got Regine Sawyer, Locking Down Productions, and hey. we're going to be talking about some uh, uh, San Diego Comic Con stuff. We're going to be doing a few things. Let me let me have some uh let me introduce the nerdy venoms real quick. We got uh we got J D on the line. Hey everyone. Sorry, I know oh, I went okay. on mute. <laughs> <laughs> I we have we were J D like Regina or somebody. <laughs> we have J D on mute during the whole show. Yes. <laughs> and nothing of importance was lost. Good. <laughs> We wow, also have, so um, tweeting out something nasty about you. Yeah. We, also have, 
we also have Illuminus on the call. What up, people? Who else <laughs> extra pitchy today? Yeah. Yeah, y'all. She's back. <laughs> Finally. We got him. We got him, dog. Yeah, uh, rest in peace, Gary Marshall, and this also happens to tie into Dalek's newfound freedom more. I don't get it. Yeah, we gotta hear this. Shabazzle! That's the Bamford Incorporated! I think M-Dog was supposed to... I think he's trying to play music. We're gonna make it <laughs> all right, M Dog. Yeah, yeah, that's enough. Hey, yeah, that's funny. That's just a reverted Charlie It's Actually, too much. We got a uh, we got Chow Scout on the call. Hi, everybody. In Uh-oh. honor of Miss Cleo, I have a prediction. In the year 2525, Geek Soul Brother and the Five Nerdy Venoms will be the podcast of Lincoln. Um, yeah, but in the year 2525, if mankind is still alive, a woman can't survive, they will find. In the year 3535, 35, something we're not going to We got, uh, we got Toby Wan Kenobi. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. oh god, new kids. I used to love that song. You get 10 bonus points. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, oh, we, oh. we got a. Uh... We got dialect from the the <laughs> we got dialect from the dialect group new podcast. I always have to underthink his music. I do. <laughs> Wow, I think that just blew up my eardrums. <laughs> That's what and like also, I don't, I don't think we forgot anybody. Toby Wan, check the uh, some more people should be calling. So keep your eyes on the. Uh, on the chat. My eyes are there. We got uh We also have our guests, as I said before. We got Regine Sawyer, uh, uh, owner of Lock It Down Productions, uh, uh, who produces. She produces her own comic books. Be going to comic cons all over the country. Also, she has started uh, uh, the Women in Comics organization that is international. Regine, what what else have you been doing? Oh gosh, um, just just uh, recouping from this friggin' San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Um, but oh, a good. Oh my god. <laughs> it was a 
good. Oh my god! But it was you know, San Diego is always always crazy. And the moment you think you you didn't know something about the industry, then you learn something new, and you're just like, oh my gosh, this takes me back to square one in all the good ways possible. But uh, Women in Comics um, Collective is doing big things. Um, the San Diego Public Library. Um, they have us doing panel discussions for them. So every time oh, we go to San Diego, we do uh, free panel discussions uh, for the public, which is really, really awesome. So you don't have to have a badge or anything. You can just come, listen to us talk, and then we we hear the audience. We hear what, what they're thinking and their questions uh, about the industry. So that's one of my favorite things to do, but we also do them around the country, so we have a few more uh, events coming up this year, and uh, now that San Diego Comic Con is over, I'm getting ready for those, so we'll be at the Queen's Book Festival, we'll be at MechaCon, we'll be at New York Comic Con, of course, um, the Urban Action Showcase, uh, Racially mm. Forward in Atlanta, so we'll be doing a lot of things over the next few months up until the end of the year, and then Oh God! Here comes 2017. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you you definitely saying building building up the. Uh, you definitely saying busy. I'm sorry, building up the um, the uh, Women in Commons Collective. It's 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 a beautiful thing. It's really beautiful. Thank you thing. so much. Thank uh, you. We're gonna get into we're gonna get into some Comic Con stuff in a minute, but first. Uh, uh, we'll get into some uh, really good news over the weekend. Get into our nerdy news. You sure that wasn't the intro? You sure that wasn't the intro to an 80s? Good evening, I'm Kent Brockman. (laughs) (laughs) This is Ion Springfield. (laughs) That was terrible. Oh, God. Take it away, Dalek. Good evening, I'm Lord Dalek, filling in for the other guy. Here now, the nerdy news. We begin tonight with the the Democratic National Convention. Just kidding, it's Comic-Con. We start with the Marvel news, because why the hell not? We have a Captain Marvel. It's Oscar winner Brie Larson from Room. She'll be playing the role in 2019. But that's not all. We have a bunch of trailers for shows like um, Marvel's Defenders, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage. They're all coming to Netflix. Also, the up uh, the uh, final Doctor Strange, well, the second Doctor Strange trailer uh, dropped uh, this weekend. It looks which considerably good. Different. Which yeah. is good. Considerably yeah, it looks better. good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, considerably better than the first one. Uh, yeah. However, uh, DC, not to be outdone, launched a launched the first Wonder Woman trailer. Good. Uh, also, um, also the big deal. Uh, five minutes of uh, Justice League, in which that's so good. <laughs> in which, shockingly, Batman cracks actual jokes. Oh yeah, 
I'm fearful for myself. I actually cracked a smile watching the trailer, and it's like, no. <laughs> Listen, I'm not even scared of it. I'm not afraid of they. They gave us the other movie, and I think this one is going to do better. I I don't think so, and we'll talk about that later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Other trailers, uh, Exorcist TV airing on Fox's Fall, uh, Kong, awesome. Skull, Kong Skull Island, uh, yeah, the uh, X-Men TV series Legion, Star, mm. Trek, Star Trek Discovery, which is the title now, follows a ship called the Discovery, there you go, and finally, a film which was, we actually already had a trailer film before, called The Woods, which is now actually Blair Witch 3. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> I'm scared. He said, well, look, staring a half of his face into a camera. <laughs> In other news, uh, Disney announced today that Ava DuVernay is directing an adaptation of A Wrinkle in Time. And also has casted Oprah Winfrey to play Miss Witch, which I think is a rather dumb idea because, frankly, if anyone who's read the book knows Miss Witch speaks entirely in broken sentences. You get a broom. You get a broom. You get a Tesseract! You get a Tesseract! You get a Tesseract! (laughs) Meanwhile, Japan Pokemon Go has launched with over over a million downloads as of last Friday. Nintendo stocks were skyrocketed after this news, and then they completely collapsed the following Monday when the company admitted they were not actually going to make much money off of it. That definitely sounds like Nintendo. Well, I mean, it wasn't so much that they didn't, like, you know, lie to anybody, but everyone made the assumption Nintendo was, like, you know, the one responsible fully for Pokemon Go. Yes. So, I mean, it was everybody else's fault for being stupid idiots, really. Yeah, it's a speculator market. And Nintendo survives again. They'll be back this year, people. 2017. Another Pokemon-related news, Legendary, the rumors are true, Legendary Pictures has picked up the rights for a live-action adaptation. However, it's not actually the original Pokemon Go, uh, Pokemon game, it's going to be a Detective Pikachu, the uh, spin-off title that has only so far only been released oh in Japan, God. in which a talking Pikachu solves mysteries with an American kid. Oh, kind of like wow. that, 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 what's that other animal that's here in America already? It's not the beaver. Come on. I don't know. Come on. It's no, I don't. Uh, it's not the beaver either. Do, do we leave it to it? <laughs> He's on Nintendo or Disney. He already got it. Oh, oh, um, oh the, the platypus. Yeah, for, uh That movie's going to play for 2017. Uh, despite, no announcement yet if Danny DeVito will voice Pikachu in this production. He needs to. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Pikachu has a voice. He, yeah, he has a very manly, gruff voice that Danny DeVito would perfectly fit. Yeah, there was actually a petition to get Danny DeVito to play the role of Pikachu in this game if it ever got an American localization. Alright. Give him a job. I, I am not kidding. I think it he's has... the right voice for it. <laughs> I don't think and... Pikachu is... Why y'all debating on the voice for Pikachu. Anyway, keep going. (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. In Netflix news uh, from Comic-Con, on top of all the trailers they dumped for Defenders, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage, 
Netflix announced that Voltron Legendary Defender will be returning for a second season in the fourth Yay. quarter of this year. Yes. Hooray. Yes. Also, the production team behind Stranger Things announced season two is coming. It will be a sequel to season one, not an anthology. Ooh. Mm. That's what I was wondering. That's why I was waiting. Dude, on. after that last thing and the last thing, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and finally, yeah. the famed uh, BBC documentarian and uh, one-time controller of BBC Two, Sir David Attenborough, has found a new job as the narrator of Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo. Pokemon is gonna go put a lot of people in a hole. Like, okay, all right. That really is that big. A fa- a Facebook uh, video uh, user has dubbed the voice of uh, Attenborough from several BBC documentaries over clips of him playing Pokemon Go. Such the sequences include uh, a sudden appearance of a Pidgey followed by "It is, of course, a bird." And Charmander being listed as the most powerful killer on Earth until weapons were developed to contain him. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay. Keep going. That's so sad. That's it. For more news and commentary, check us out at Five Nerdy Venoms. And that is your nerdy news for this evening. Pokemon Go. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you for thank you for standing in for the private. Appreciate that. Charmander. <laughs> you know, just putting out All my right. voice. And the Con-Con. Um, check the, uh, make sure you check the, the chat, Toby Wan. But, uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Fact, we got, um, not to interrupt, but I'm gonna, we got a, uh, what's that? California call? That's black nerdy. All right. Or, black. or, or it could be uh, Sean from uh, No Totally. I Ooh, think it's black no. nerdy. Who are you? I'm it's black nerdy. Oh. <laughs> hey, what's up? Fine. Also, black nerdy. Did you uh, did you see your favorite movie this weekend? Yeah. Both of us. No one else did. What the hell? <laughs> hey, it was me. She was not in it was me and like four other five. And all the other people were under seven, so it was There fine. you go. There you go. We're gonna talk about it later. Yes, yes, we're gonna talk about Comic Con right now. Uh all the news came out. So I wanna hear I wanna hear from Regine. Um uh I I actually wanna hear how Regine's uh panel went. First of all, Regine, how how did your um how did your uh pa- what was the panel called and how did it go? So we um we did three panels all together. We did two off site for the library and we did one at San Diego Comic Con, which I was so proud of. This is our yeah. first San Diego Comic Con panel. So you're we super excited about that. We did a panel called Women of Color in Comics, Race, Gender and the Comic Medium. And uh, we had members from across the country who were on panel, and we talked about um, what it's like being a woman of color in the comic book industry and our perspectives on some of the comic book topics and how to get into the industry and why it's important to have images that represent marginalized people. 
So that basically was the conversation. And I wish we had more time because the audience was asking questions, and we just wanted to get knee deep in them. <laughs> right, so, right. So we, that was because, the one at the Comic Con, yeah. right? Yes, yes. That's awesome. Congratulations. We're proud of you too, Regine. Oh, thank That's you nice. so much. You've been you've been working hard to. Uh, to get in these high-profile places, I'm glad they're recognizing the uh, the, the 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 awesomeness. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm trying. It's you know, it's trial and tribulation, but it's all it's all worth it to get the message out. So I'm um, I'm hopeful that they'll welcome us back next year. So, what kind of questions did, did you get? Uh, what what kind of questions kind of stood out for you? Um, from the well, from the audience. Um, let me see. Um, well, there was just, there was uh, the last question I think we received was just in regard to, um, um, I guess how to get, how to get, uh, work out there that represents mm. marginalized people. How do we, how, how, how can the audience support it? What can mm. we do? Um, uh, they asked that there was a list of names that we could give them, uh, um, particularly list of names of creators that create uh, content that's geared for children. And that oh, was interesting God. because I went to other panels and people were asking the same question. Usually they were mm-hmm. either parents or educators, and they wanted to know, well, what can we get that's, that's geared for children? Because I guess mm-hmm. some of them are seeing, they're seeing a lot of books out there like that are more so for adults. Um, and, uh, there are, there are actually, there are a good amount of comic books out there that aren't really for, for children. So if I, if I were to give advice to any creators out there, at least have one book that's like for, uh, let's say 10 years old and up, because that's right. a growing market and a lot of people are asking for that. So that was one of, one of the bigger questions just, just throughout all the panels I went to, as well as, uh, ours. Wow. Wow. And the other two panels that you had off-site? Um, we, the last Monday, we had a panel at the Central Library that's right across the street from the convention center. And uh, we did um, we did a general women in comics panel. Um, and then the one that we did Sunday was called the Comic Book Spectrum. And the Comic Book Spectrum panel is uh, basically about the different uh, jobs that are in the industry that are, that are not just uh, writing or or artistry. It's like, what else can you do? So we had Jamie from Black Girl Nerds on panel. We had um, Chanel and Shanae Gibbs, who are not only writers and artists, but they're animators. They work for television. And uh, they were telling us about their profession and the and the glories and trial tribulations of working for television and getting getting animation and cartoons out there. So that was truly very interesting. Okay, that's hot. Right. Darn it! Like, okay. What? Was, what told me what? I'm just saying I wish I was there. Like real talk. Oh, <laughs> speak up! I didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> No, of course, we all wish we were there. We all wish we could hop on a plane and jump to California real quick, go to Comic-Con. <clears throat> you know, definitely definitely support uh, support all you guys and stuff. So what, So what, uh, Regine, what stuck out for you at the, uh, where did he, you didn't go to Comic-Con, did you? Or did you? No, I can't afford that. <laughs> no, I can't, hey, hey, I'm with you, sister. 
<laughs> like, I know everyone thinks that California is, like, you know, easy to travel through, but it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's not like the East Coast where you can hop on a train and get to the next state. It's, it's yeah, not that simple. Cross-state is kind of crazy. No, yeah. it's, 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 it's half the height of the United States. Like, you're not going to just hop and get in the jump anywhere. Well, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm the queen of going to San Diego Comic Con on a budget. Like, I, 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 I get my little pennies together, and I figure out, I'm like, okay, this amount is for food. Did you put that in a book? <laughs> Did you put that in a book? <laughs> I can. I should. I will read I that do comic video book. Comic you, need, you need to put that, you need to comic book that one out. <laughs> that yeah, the only trick right should. there. You actually need a uh, combined book from you and uh, Lana from uh, Blurred on Nerds. She also said she knows how to. She knows how to do Comic Con on the budget. Yeah, <laughs> your yeah. budget yeah. books will Absolutely. work. Trust me, budget. Your budget books. People will pick those up real quick. <laughs> but you're giving me an idea. I think I might. I might do San Diego Comic Con on the budget. I'm throwing it. I'm, 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 yeah. not, I'm in everybody's mind tonight. I'm, I'm gonna just you know, I'm doing magic. Keep going, keep going. All right, so uh, so Regine, where, did you get a chance to sit in Hall H at all, or or one of the major? Uh... I, let me tell you something. I don't. I do not do Hall H. That's not no, going to happen H in this life. Yeah, no, I Hall learned, H is a beast. I, let me tell. I learned my lesson in 2008 when I was waiting on that line to go to see. I think it was Iron Man, and the San Diego sun is totally hot. San Diego is very mild. I learned my lesson. I was wearing a, t- a tank top that had like a like a cross hatch in the back. And let me tell you, I had the deepest burn you've ever seen in your life. And I was walking around Comic Con with an, a big old X on my back for the rest of the week. So I, <laughs> ouch, yes, ouch, indeed. So I, I do not sit. Uh, on that line at all, almost. I know for a fact that I'm going to get in, and I refuse to sleep on the lawn. It's not going to happen. Oh God, I'm, no, I'm the not homeless person. I'm not sleeping on the no. lawn. Everybody and their mother sleeps on that lawn. You'd be surprised. There are tons of people. Yep. They sleep in front of the convention center, and they sleep on the holy design in the back. So they they're camped out. They have their cots. They have their little 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 coolers. Like they're ready mm-hmm. for the week to sleep. Weren't there. they supposed to be doing something like wristbands or something to solve that? Because I kept seeing mentions of that. <laughs> They do do wristbands that people still sleep on the lawn. Uh, so you can get a wristband. Yeah, they still they still do it because even though they're wristbands, you can still stay on the line and 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 wait even if you don't have a wristband because you may still get in. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. People sleep all. It's 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 crazy. The only so times I, I went to Hall yeah. H is when I could just walk right in. It was like I think I did yes, Sundays. Me too. Just me waltz too. in there like it's nothing to the shitty events. <laughs> It's true. I, I I refuse to do it. I just wait until the bootleg trailers go up and I to see everything. And of course, Geek Soul Brother doesn't endorse uh, bootlegging trailers. Wait, what? what Geek Soul Brother? Wait, boot, bootlegging trailers? Yeah, no, no bootlegging at all. What, what are you doing? Um, I don't know. Bootlegging trailers is fine. I'm I'm telling you. This year they didn't do it. They released the trailers right after they showed in Hall H. They released the trailers yeah, immediately. Warner Brothers was super, like you know, aggressive about releasing. Their yeah. Stuff immediately. Yep. Yeah, they totally, totally were. 
So I didn't. So no, I didn't go to the Hall H channels, but I did go to um, the other large site, which is Ballroom Twenty, and that's oh, where yeah. the TV channels are. And I went to see my Grim. I'm a huge, huge Greek uh, Grim fan. Like Geek's whole brother knows. So I, uh, I got in and saw Grim, and I was a happy camper. I'm sure. That's that's the thing. Um, even <laughs> releasing trailers, and some people are like, well, what's the point of going to Hall H if you if everything you see is gonna well, they didn't show everything. There's still a bunch of footage that wasn't, like, you know, legit released. Right. Yeah. Right, right. So, so, um, yeah, so, so talking about trailers, let, let's get into a little conversation about some of the stuff. And anything else, Regine, that you saw that uh, kind of really got your, uh, got your geek going? Um, well, you know, feel free to mention. Okay. Okay, totally. Yeah. Why? Did you see something? Well, I was like I said, I'm a huge Grimm fan, so I was happy to to see the cast and you know hear about some what's going to happen for next season. So I was totally totally geeked up about that. And uh, some news came out about some of the new comics that are coming out, like yeah. um, the new offshoot of um, the Black Panther book mm, with um, the yeah. two black women. Oh writers. yeah, World of uh, World was it World of Wakanda? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I was totally um, um, hyped about that. And um, also the Wonder Woman trailer. Is somebody listening to the cast at the same time? Yeah, it sounds like someone's listening to the Shumara, what are you doing? I'm a pop you. It's not me, dang it. <laughs> oh my God. It, was me. it was me. I was trying to get in the cat into the into the chat room. That was me. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, just mute the computer. That's all. Yeah. Computer. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah. That that. Well, full confession, Regine. I still haven't finished Grim. Uh, oh, you're terrible. Last you're no, terrible. I know. I'm terrible. But um. So rather not to interrupt, but um, yes, yes, let's interrupt and let uh, so that blur words in. Yeah, so why not? Blur words, you there? Blur words. Blur yeah, words. I'm unmuted. There he yes, is. You are. <laughs> Yo, they was going on a tangent. I'm sorry about that. It's all of the words that are blurred. I'm so kind of green talking about cons and ah. Uh, Pain. No cons for me. <laughs> no cons for you. No cons for no any cons. of us right now. Oh, God, it's better. Um, yeah. I, I was happy to not be going to Comic-Con the first year I didn't go. <laughs> I'm trying to burn. You know, um... I don't want to. <laughs> I you know, it, it's a fun okay. experience, but God dang, it's gotten too massive. It's like, how was the right. floor this year? Because like, that was like my gripe like for like multiple years, just crowd control. Listen, they needed to get... People out of the basements, away from their moms' homes. It's just, <laughs> you you really didn't think it was that many people there? Oh, Geek Soul Brother tickets go back on sale this Wednesday. Yeah, uh, tomorrow. I noticed. Actually, they look like they're available now. But they, they, yeah, I just I just happened to notice today the New York Comic Con tickets are back on sale. One day starting tickets. tomorrow. Ooh, fun! One day tickets. <laughs> well, somebody's got to give Geek Soul Brother a little. <laughs> somebody's got to buy Geek Soul Brother a ticket. All right, we're going to be nice. Unless it goes to Friday. Geek Soul Brother, did yeah, you do I'm the show? Regina, that that level. Level. who was on the Grim panel? I'm the whole cast. 
Yay. The whole cast is there except for the young lady that plays Trouble. Okay. Um, mm. Every yeah, everybody was, was there. Detective Burkhart, um, uh, Captain yeah, Bernard, Wu. Got his autograph. <laughs> the whole cast was there. That's what was him. the uh, what was the must have item at Comic Con this year? There's always that one exclusive item everyone's got to have. What was it this year? Oh God. Because, like, you know, like, the Warner Brothers bags, they have, they've had the masks. Like, you know, they've had, like, the, uh, the, uh... One thing Ben Hameen was talking about was the exclusive Saga action figures or... or oh, yeah. Oh, they were so dope. Yeah. I wanted those so, so bad. Saga yeah. action figures. They actually, have, they actually put out Saga action figures? Yes, yes they, they did. did. I saw. Yeah, I saw them. One of my friends. Okay. Brought one. That's cool. Yeah. But, but did they have what they have? The target action figure with the exclusive uh, breastfeeding action or something? Or the kung fu grip? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh, no. <laughs> hey, I'll. The saga got a little too weird. Well, that would be a good uh, statue, I, though. That would be that would be yeah, a nice statue. Hey, movable <laughs> statues. That should be weird. Did they have lying cat dolls? No. I'll tell you one thing I picked up. I picked up a Funko Pop um, Duck Dodgers. That was an SCC exclusive. So I was Duck Dodgers in 2014. There's like a billion Funko Pop things. But yes, Warner Brothers had their signature Comic-Con bags. I think they had like... 12 or 15 different styles. Um, but there was one that I didn't see a lot of people with, and that was the Vixen bag. Yeah, so that was like a hunt for, for that, because I know Jamie from Blackwell knows she really wanted one, and we could barely find one, but I, I got a hookup, and I got somebody to get us. That's funny. Yeah. So, um... <clears throat> So yeah, I wanted to talk about some of these trailers. Uh, just just dive in a little bit for uh, for the ones that came out for Comic Con. I was um, I was feeling a couple of them, Don't but I wasn't feeling I wasn't feeling the Justice League trailer that much. Really? Really? Mm. Yeah. Not mm. that much. Oh, not compared to like the others. I have to. No. Really? Was, I, wow, uh, I actually warmed up to it. I yeah, figured, exactly. like, you know. It's like, I did not yeah. want to warm up to it, but I warmed up to it. But, yo, yo, <laughs> what? You, this is the first time I think the whole squad is against you. No, because the whole squad isn't, because I thought it was kind of whack. Oh, wait, no, I'm still incredibly very understandable. Illuminous, Regine, I have two seats yeah. right here next to me coming. Yes. Through. Let's get this started. So let 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 the rest of the peasants stand in the court. You know what? Illuminous. What's up? What's up? Let's hear it. Okay. I don't understand why everybody was excited. When I saw it, I was like, meh, okay. The jokes felt forced. The only thing that saved that was Aquaman. When Aquaman came out. Oh my no, what God. about Flash? Yo, no, 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 yo, yo, M-Dog, M-Dog. 
I hate his uniform. I like the guy, though. Like, he, he was enjoyable. I like the guy. Wait. The I uniform stinks on ice. Awful guy. I need some sort of writing in there. And that scene between him and Batman, I was like, you are trying. Stolen. And I can tell I wouldn't trying. even say trying. You need to try harder. Like, it was okay. It really wasn't like where I was like, oh my gosh, this is just great. You can tell they're taking cues from Marvel. They're like, we need to yeah. make it a little bit oh, more right fun. Right and they I'm are not. That's the thing I'm it. not happy about. It's like, I can't have another Age of Ultron. I don't have it in my stomach for that movie again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. Like that's yeah, the that's low true. point in Marvel for me currently is Age of Ultron. I hate it. I, like, I can come out and say that now. I hated Age of Ultron. Oh, welcome like to the they, club. Like, the, like oh, thinking oh. about it. Okay, so you, you're at the MA oh, I, standing up. That's so good. Hello. You know, I'm the private, and uh, I hated Age of Ultron. You can, you can do that? <laughs> yeah, he can. He can. not here. He yeah, private ain't here. Somebody got a man ain't here. Oh, my, my fault, and I'm... Okay. Yeah, we just all sound alike. I mean, what you, what you think, what you think about Justice League? I, I mean, I, I don't want to... I, I, I'm not gonna go full fanboy on it, but I mean, I was I was cool with it. I mean, I can understand where there's the comments about the Flash and like it seemed kind of forced, but I mean, yeah. it was just a trailer with something Thank quick, you. so I wasn't expecting. I mean, this is right Thank after. You. Okay, well, not right after, but this is what I'm thinking about Batman versus Superman. So I wasn't expecting Thank something you. to just you know jaw drop. Yeah. Oh my God! You know, tears from it from my eyes. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Thank so you. I mean, it was. It was cool. Uh, I liked it. You know, well, you know, move on. Let's let's get to the next one. Now. Let's, yeah, let's right, talk right, about the right, right, next one. Wipe your tears. The whole thing. So, uh oh, you lost somebody. No, we hello. Can't. No, I'm here. Oh. No, I'm here. Uh, um, the whole thing about it is that it's an early trailer. It's more. It's more of a teaser than anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, 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 of course, they don't have enough. Um, uh, to give us a really good trailer yet, but um, but comparatively, uh, the Wonder Woman trailer I was digging uh, a good deal more. Yeah, yeah. first yeah. Yeah. I can yeah. agree with that. I want to see the fight scenes. I can, so I can agree. Bad. Who said? Who said? Eh? Uh, I, I, I think. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear your answer before I get into my air. Oh, oh. It was black in color, so because like we were kind of promised, like don't worry, it's gonna have, it's gonna be diverse and stuff, and I'm like, where? <laughs> like there's like one black. Oh, talking about the diversity, right? right? See, yeah, so I'm there. like, mm, so this is gonna just be another, you know, Thor minus. Oh, right. Like, Wait a minute, oh, this is gonna be another Thor. Thor. Minus Idris Elba. Minus Idris Elba. It's gonna yeah, be another know, right? Thor minus Idris. Yeah, because right. he did so um, much in the last one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, we had to work with you guys talking about Thor like that. That was but, bad. But, <laughs> yo, 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 before we but what about it, the But what um, about the action? Hold on. Hold on. What about the action? Um, no, did he? And then it got, like, to Captain America. Because, like, why does he have a shield? Yo, but did you hey. see what she did with the shield? Yo, she slid across the floor, spun and kicked people. That's I want to see that move so bad. I'm yeah, sorry. I do want to see that move. I'm sorry. But, 
I, I think it's distracting. Like, I think she, it'd be better if she just had the bracelet in the lasso. I, I, I do agree with that. I do. You want to? You want to? I don't. I don't, woman I don't want the shield. She doesn't. He doesn't need a shield. She doesn't. I agree with that. Oh, just a bracelet, a bracelet, and the last one. Yeah. You know, you might have a point. You might have a point. Who else said it was Smith? Uh, no, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, saying, I'm, I'm saying shield, bracelets. It doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm alright with either. I mean, Wonder Woman is a warrior. I mean, you give her a paperclip, and I mean, she's gonna kill you. See, so my thing is, and, and I'm with you on that. But my thing would have been like, you know, without the without the shield, the one move I did see, if she came out and used the bracelets, did everything, and then grabbed something that was kind of like a shield and used it the way that she did in that, that uh, trailer as a shield, I would have been like, whoa, she doesn't need the shield. But, but she has do. a shield in the comics. Yeah, no, she's had a yeah. shield. Through yeah, her. she's had. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a big Wonder Woman you know, fan, and I've got most. Yeah, the, of the shield is something she and like. She has like, a it's, shield. It's all about the last. So one. Talk. Like had the shield and sword a long time. Yeah. Go ahead, JD. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying that you know, I, I, I read the Wonder Woman comics. I've, I've collected most of them, and she has a shield. She's used it mm-hmm. for a long time. Yes, she uses the mm-hmm. bracelets in her last. But how did you feel about the trailer itself? I, I actually thought it was okay. I mean, I thought sailing across the floor with the shield was kind of funny. Truthfully, that not, was not as hot, though. You know, I thought it was kind of funny <laughs> when she was taking people out flying not across the floor hot. like Captain America with the shield. I thought it was funny myself, but you know, maybe maybe it wasn't meant to be funny. I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> so far, is, so good. We'll see when the whole thing comes out. But I'm a little more excited now than I was when they first started talking about all of this. Yeah, the trailer was fine. Um, yeah, um, I want to want to do real quick. We got Bison on a call. I want to just click him in on. Him. That's all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, bring him in. Be man. Is that the all? Is, is Bison the only one waiting? Yes, sir. <clears throat> all right, Bison, what's up, man? Hey, good evening, everyone. How are you? Hey, what's up? Got, hey, hey. We, we hey. got a nice full house. I, I'm, I'm sure Hi. you heard we got Regine on there. I'm going to listen tonight because, you know, several months ago I was um, gang tackled on this very show for showing love for DC Films. <laughs> for DC <laughs> Films. <laughs> And then there's a big t- tonguing going on for DC. So I'll just listen and smile to myself. Well, when you get you'll, to, you'll get, you get to the smile. You make it sound you'll like there's a beat down listen. on you or something. That we all just kind of ganged in and there was a beat down and bison took it. Yeah. <laughs> it made it sound like it was a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, you made it sound like there was, like, you know, a quality, like, wasn't a quality problem. Yeah, you know that editing was bad, but it got better. So. And that acting was bad, and that oh, script was oh, bad. To- totally, totally. And those, those graphics were bad. No, and that ad campaign was bad. Hush up, Ben Dog. Totally tangent because um, uh, nerdy said editing was bad. Totally tangent. There's a trailer called. Called the frame, and if you want to see a beautiful piece of editing, watch that trailer. It's called the frame. It's on IMDb. It's really I I don't know. It's uh, it's by a guy that did a a little kind of movie called Ink, that was on Hulu for a minute. 
You guys watch it. Watch the trailer. Look good. Anyway, going back. Um, um, all right. So, so DC, we had the Justice League. We had the Wonder Woman trailer. I'm not saying Justice League trailer was bad. I'm just saying I wasn't, you, you know, I, I, I wasn't feeling it like some of the other trailers that came out that really, really did their thing. Um, Doctor Strange, second trailer. Mm-hmm. Reinforce my feeling that I need to see this in 3D. Probably IMAX. It's confusing me. Uh-uh, it I will be confusing. I want to see it. it. Like this trailer was a lot better than the first I'm one. I'm waiting to see how many people come out and be like, uh, "I'm just so seasick." <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Cloverfield. <laughs> Thank you. No. Everybody and their brother are going to say how good Benedict Cumberbatch is in this, and you'll be... No, I mean, Benedict is going to be good, but I'm going to be there because it's Doctor Strange's world in a movie. Yeah. That's what I want to say. I'm just saying, that as a gamer and flipping around, I'll be fine. I'm just... Right. I, I can't wait to see how many people come out and be like, yo, I was just so dizzy and sick. Yeah, it's going to be in on uh, in section on uh, LSD or something like that. Yes, sir. It's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. But who else? Did anybody have a problem? I I still got a little problem with Swinton playing five hundred year old Tibetan dude. But you know, have you, have you I, never I, seen Orlando? What was? Huh? That? Have you never seen Orlando? He's saw brother. The film Orlando. No, I haven't. Why? What's Orlando? It's a film where it's a film where Tilda Swinton plays like multiple guys. Oh, I know. No, no. Let's not get it twisted. Tilda Swinton can play anything, do anything, be anything. But you know, we don't want her to come back. (laughs) They could have put. They could have put. They could have put just an old Asian dude. It's not like it's not like (laughs) we don't have actors (laughs) or. Yeah, it's yeah, not like we're running yeah. out of Asian actors because they're taking up all the roles. You know what I'm saying? Well, if they cast, like, Ken Watanabe, it's just going to be confusing. Like, why no. is it... It, it? There's so many others. There's so many others. Anyway, the the, the trailer was even more... Um, I don't know. The trailer was even more engrossing than the first one for me, and that. I saw it in 3D, the first one. I didn't see this one in 3D, but I, yeah, I can't wait till I see a movie. And did anybody not like it? Did anybody not like Is anybody not going to see Dr. Strange? Me. Uh, <laughs> oh, what? What's wrong with you? It's time to gang up. It's time to gang up. We can do civil discourse. This yeah, is a Marvel exactly. movie. Little it's going to be good. Little Walk the Street. Little Walk the Street is on. Nerd, did he put up, put up them fists and get ready? So why, why, why ain't you going to see it? I'm not a fan of um, uh, cucumber. So. Oh, not oh, oh, JD. Down, down, JD. Down, JD. <laughs> you're not a fan of Cabbage Patch, yeah. No. I got you. Wait, Cabbage Patch Kids? Or... Awesome. Cabbage Patch. Cabbage Patch Cucumber Bunk. Yeah. You poor deprived child, dude. Oh, yeah. Adapt we'll take you back to class. Patch. Obviously, right, so... there, there was a learning issue there. We just have to help you learn. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right, so uh, <laughs> I, I, want, I want to turn this. Um, 
Shout, shout. You've been very quiet. She's in yes. the shadow. She's like, yeah. Sorry. Regine, what you uh what you think of the uh Netflix? And oh, just going around the table, what you guys think about Netflix? But Regine, I wanna hear. Like what about the trailers that came from Netflix? Yeah. Like Luke Cage. Luke Cage was awesome. I mean you, I mean you you had me at old dirty bastard. <laughs> yeah, they had me an old dirty bastard. Like I I'm like I'm ready for it. I, I'm ready for some Luke Cage. Oh yeah, I'm I'm ready too. Um, I don't I I, I want to make sure that they don't. Uh, I, I want to make sure that they try to avoid as many uh, stereotypes or as many tropes as possible. But also, Late, it's Lynn. hard to. Well, uh, yeah, Bison, speak about it because it's hard to do because of where Luke Cage came from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and 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 where he can go. You know, so how do you how do you how do you map out that road of being true to the character's origins, but also not playing to the obvious, you, you, you know, black exploitation origins of them of the seventies, and 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 not, you know, not not fall into that haphazardly, but do it with some type of modern taste. What do you think, Bison? You think that they, uh, you know, he threw on the hood and you know. Well, the, hood's supposed to be, the hood's supposed to be an allegory to Black Lives Matter. Right. Uh, like you like you said, basically Luke Cage was Marvel's answer to Superfly and Shaft. And yeah. you're talking to somebody who was getting the comic books literally from day one. And yeah. what I didn't like about in Jessica Jones, it kind of really veered into some sexual mandingo bullshit. But I mean, right. hopefully, the writing, hopefully the writing will save it. They're saying it's going to be the the wire of comic book television. I'm that's what they're hoping. So, that's what they're hoping. But, you know, it, I think I thought, to be honest with you, the trailer was cheesy in spots, and I think it was pandering. I'm just, I'm being honest. And I know, you know, it's from BK, and there's going to be a lot of stuff with Biggie, and it's going to have a hip-hop underbelly on it. But Was it good in pandering, or was it not so good in pandering? I know pandering's not good either way. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if he'd be if but, they but, were pandering, he'd be wearing a yellow shirt and have on his tiara and be yelling "Sweet Christmas" while he's well, punching. Well, no, but I think exactly. I think Bison's talking about different pandering, right? I, I don't think he. I don't, Bison pandering, pandering to who? To the geek audience or to the no, black audience? They, no, they know they have the geek audience. They only have to try for that. I think they try. I think they're trying to, you know, to get African American audience, perfectly right. young. Right. Well, young. I mean, well, with all due respect, though, I mean, today, yeah, I mean, about time they they should try to get the African American audience, though. It's demographics. Did did I mean it's Netflix? Do demographics even matter? Well, yeah. Yes. For Netflix, yeah, they still do matter. I have a I have a question. I have a question. I don't want to. You know, there's a lot of good feelings going on, so I'm not going to ruin that. But um, I hate to tell you, but organizations do pander to different demographics, and they pander to African Americans. This isn't new. It's just new because it has been done before in the comic book television realm. Right. 
No, I won't. I won't. I won't argue with that. I'm, I mean, of, of course, there's. You're always trying to, trying to, trying to. I mean, as as a supplier to some product, you're always trying to cater to your audience or what audience you want to have. So I'm. I'll definitely argue that point. It's just uh, to say, well, you know, I see the Luke Cage trailer, and it seems like they're pandering. I mean, if this is supposed to be an urban hero in urban situations, then, I mean, well, it's going to have urban overtones. It's going, well, I mean, they're going to be. Twi- let's not yeah. get a twisted blur words. They're all urban heroes, right? Just because you know, all of them are urban heroes. Yeah, I mean, it's in the city. My, my bad. But, is okay. that, but that's not the Harlem of today. The Harlem and Brooklyn of today are so gentrified, you won't That's know. True. I think yeah. I think they're okay. pandering to the Harlem of goddamn nineteen eighty one. If you want to be oh, real about it, but okay. you, you just gave me an image of Luke Cage busting to a building, and there's two there, there's a white couple in there, and one of them's painting, and the other one's kind of clipping their uh, chartreuse. What was the little dogs, little hairy dogs, and they're. <laughs> <laughs> they got their lattes in hand, okay. and he's busting them into the door. I want David Walker's Power Man Iron Fist to go past 50 issues. Mm. I mean, the source material to do well as well. I mean, in, well, on top of this, doing well. And sometimes we sort of, you know, hey, we need more diversity. Yeah. There's no support for the original content, like Storm mm-hmm. going shoes and, you know, Cyborg. Yeah. And so that's my thing here. I'm, don't, don't, I'm not trying, I'm not being Debbie Downer here. Of course I'm going <laughs> to watch it. But of course right. it, it's pandering. And, it, you know, I won't be surprised if Kanye West and a, a whole slew of hip-hop stars contribute to the soundtrack for Luke Cage. That, that's just Well, see, that's, that's, that's where... That's where they could make the mistake of they have to make him three dimensional. They can't make him two dimensional where he's just a big strong black guy. You know, of course he's intelligent, running his own business. He, you know, he knows how to figure out stuff, or whatever. But they they have to show that in good writing, and they have to they have to round out his life and his perception on life, and it can't be. It can't be two-dimensional because, yeah, Power Man, I mean, most comic characters, period, are two-dimensional. Mm-hmm. But but Power Man in the early days, if they go with the early uh, uh, if the early look, he's just a tough black guy that's bulletproof and, and likes to get the job done. You and know, wears a tiara. Like, wears a tiara and a chain for a belt. But, and but, yellow Timberlands. But mm-hmm. they... Um, <laughs> but they have a chance to they have a chance to flesh out a character. I think I think the director uh, uh, I forgot his name, but he uh, he's uh, you know he's there for it. He, he's definitely there for it to I think push a uh, you, you, you know a well established character uh, uh, you, you know in all different ways. I just want to see I just want to see him as you know a person. Certainly not as just a dude walking around in a hood and you know, taking bullets, you know, but I, I Netflix has done well. Yeah. So, and to your point of does Netflix pander? Of course they do. Like if you watch one, if you, if you watch one, uh, quote unquote black movie, 
you know, you you look and see what others are like this. Of course, they have. It could be a romance, right? That's what um, that's what uh, what's called for uh, Beyond the Light was talking about. Her movie was thrown in with all these black films, and she said, "No, my film's a romantic film. Why isn't it being categorized among the romantic films?" And she got on Netflix for that, and Netflix like updated their algorithm for that. You know, mm. so bit. yeah, they do panda. A little bit. <laughs> it sounds like life. because <laughs> I, I watch a lot of like anime series and stuff, and I know it's like it's still kind of wonky with that. Like it is still put like Korean okay. dramas with like stuff. Yeah, and it's like okay. uh, not well, not all Asians are the same. Netflix, but okay. Well, they're not really. They're not necessarily pandering to a, to a different uh, demographic there. Yeah, they're pandering yeah. to shut-ins. Yeah, there. but you just, <laughs> yeah, you just they, asked, does it pay attention to demographics, Alec? And yes, they do. Well, because no, no. Because, because well, that's shows, what they do. Yeah, well, that's, this is anime that airs on Japanese tele- television. This isn't Netflix we're just talking about personally. So they're pandering to a... Uh, who watches, like, uh, TV, Tokyo MX at 2 a.m. in the morning? That's... <laughs> no, but what I'm what I'm saying is they know that Luke Cage is going to get a geek audience and going to get a black audience. Yeah, they 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 know that they know that if I watch Beyond the Lights, well, th- this is the whole thing. They think that if I watch Beyond the Lights, I'm gonna be interested in five other black, <laughs> right. you know, shows. I mean, their algorithm and, does tend to work, though. I mean, they're pretty good at figuring out what you like. Did you watch Beyond the Lights? I've never heard of that one. I'm behind. I'm woefully behind on my Netflix queue. So, yeah, me today. No, don't make no. Listen, listen, M Dog. Don't don't make no Wonder Bread excuses now. Exactly. Yo, today. Oh no, I've never heard of Beyond the Lights. So I mean, like I said, I haven't. We talked about we talked about Beyond the Lights. Never heard of Beyond the Lights. I thought we talked about that before. Did we? I don't. Yeah. This. this is M Dog. This is M Dog. Today I just got yelled at by uh, freaking um, Spotify that I listen to Justin Bieber. Dude, dude, that's the most person that I listen to. Beyond the, wait, so Beyond the Lights is a chick flick because that's what it looks like from this cover. And that's the category that it should be in, minus the. I mean, of course know, I wouldn't slightly... watch this. I'm not watching a chick flick. My, minus the slightly, the slightly uh, insulting term. Um, hey, Geek, you need to do a disclaimer right now for future people listening in. Just do a disclaimer right now. Man, they just yeah, already we, we do not, disclaimer. We, we do not support. We do not support nerdy venoms that use the word chick flick. So what is, well, I'm not going to watch a sappy romance movie that probably has a really it, obvious it, plot. It, it, Romance movies. They just have more laughs in it than than Listen, you think. Get on him. See, that's another thing. You're attacking him, dog. Now he doesn't have a significant other. He's not married. He doesn't know how. Wait, 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 When the hell did Chick Flick become a derogatory term? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. That's the term that the video store had for them. I wasn't even going there. Wait, wait. Okay. Wait a minute, did you say when? Like, there's well, a um, M-Dog, I think the chicks yeah. have an issue with it. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's chick. I think that's I used to know people. Oh, I mean, women well, call them know. chick flicks, even. I mean, yeah, so like, what are we supposed to call them? That's hey. what I'm wondering. It's like, uh, romantic, 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 romantic films? They be romantic comedies, romantic no. films. Okay, I'm, I don't call it. Okay, let's call what Hope Floats deserves to be called. Track. No, no. Unless you're going to start calling action flicks over testosterone flicks or dick flicks. No, you can't call every... They do like call it. them dick flicks. No, no. Yeah, no yeah, that, that's that's a name that's been going around. Dick flick is the new name for action films. That's oh, the way that really is kind true. Which I'm not going to accept what that. Type of action okay. you, got, you got to change the narrative right there. I don't not know. Not dick flick. You know, not, not, not taking... Not, not taking... I'm not even going to say that tonight. You know, like, with, yeah, we're going to see the latest Arnold Schwarzenegger dick flick. I, I don't. Yeah, that's just Ain't nice. nobody going to see the latest Arnold Schwarzenegger right. or anything. He's like straight to video nowadays. Oh, oh right. every yeah, day. True, but... So Iron Fist trailer. Yes, I was not happy with that. It really? Me, yes. I hadn't seen it yet. Neither I. <laughs> you got to catch up to your romantic films in your Iron Fist trailer. And stay off the dick flicks. <laughs> I missed the Iron Fist trailer. I'm, so, yeah, I'm hurt by that. I, need to I wasn't that. happy with it. For one, I think Danny Rand looks too young to be cowling around with uh, with Luke Cage. He looks a little young. Is this the, this well, the I'll, I'll reserve my comments until after I see the trailer. Yeah, reserve, yeah, you have to check it out. I mean, they have one little scene where... You know, he busted down a door or something like that. But I was like, this trailer isn't really doing. I mean, it started off pretty cool with the TikTok and the whatever, but yeah, um, I don't know. I just, I just wasn't, I just wasn't quite feeling it uh, too much. And also the Defenders uh, little teaser, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that's a ways okay. away still before we get to that one. Yeah, Defenders yeah. is a bit... What, I mean, always saw, like, it wasn't even like a real teaser. It was just like, you know, scraps of paper floating by. Defenders is what, 2018? 2017. It's going to be late 2017, oh. I think. Yeah, but that means that we might have two other Netflix Marvel things in 2017, right? We got Luke Cage now. We probably got uh, mm-hmm. Iron Fist. I thought Iron Fist and Defenders are coming next year. And plus Daredevil Season mm-hmm. 3. That's why. That's why I'm saying we might have, uh, or or they might be thinking about uh, starting up another Punisher, uh, uh, Punisher series. They might flip it on us. But anyway, I don't know. They they were pretty good. They were they weren't too bad. But um, definitely Luke Cage. Uh, Bison did bring us some points, but I, you know, like you said, we're all going to watch it. We're all going to watch it day one. So, you know, we'll be checking that out. All right. Um. Anything else that happened in the uh, Comic Con that we want to kind of? Who, who's good with Brie Larson playing uh, Ms. Marvel? That's cool. Yeah, I have no problem with her. Yeah. She there was like a there choice. was a couple of discussions some people, on. T- some people huh? think she's too young. Some people think she's too young. There, there, I was going to say, Bison. On Twitter, there was a couple of discussions about some ageism going on. Um, <laughs> Compared to like some of the other people that are playing heroes and stuff. Well, let's see. I just um, I let Artsy in. Well, she does have some clout, you know. The yeah, I mean, she is an Oscar winner. <laughs> you let who win? Toby won. Artsy. Oh, Arts Humanis here. 
percent. Yeah. Well, hey. she's already here. I mean, the only other person I can really think of that I would have, you know, wanted as Miss Marvel is probably Emily Blunt, just because of Edge of Tomorrow. She was like really good in that as like an action. Emily person. Blunt was good. Oh yeah, Edge of Tomorrow. She was kicking. Yeah, no, she uh, was just like an ass kicking machine in that. Um. <laughs> also, Sackhoff. Sackhoff. Emily Blunt's a little bit better with the acting skills, definitely. But Sackhoff has a look, and I think she could have channeled her Starbuck into uh yeah into Ms. Marvel in some way. Oh, Katie Sackhoff. Yeah, Katie Sackhoff. Yeah, I, I would not say that. And you know, you think, uh, to, you, to tell you guys the truth, to, talking about ageism, Katie Sackhoff was on the Nerdist, and she was told by a producer that. You know, women around forty have no uh, have no value in Hollywood. You wow. know, she was told herself by a producer. Uh, well, um, you know, those very well. I might guess, just say, you know, like, I'm paraphrasing, but that was kind of true. Wait, what uh, part is kind of true? What was said, or no, unless you're like, Hollywood's unless, saying? Yeah, yeah, unless you're like Sigourney Weaver, that's. Kind of yeah. true. Like, yeah, Amy Schumer did like an that. like an amazing skit about that. Wait, are you part of well, Hollywood? Like, how can you just call out? Well, are you saying dialect? And we might have to hang up on you. But are you saying <laughs> <laughs> are you saying that women really don't have cinematic value in Hollywood past, past forty? Or are you I'm, saying that producers? I'm saying the latter. I say I, yeah, I think it's more the producers <laughs> don't believe they have the value. Yep. Not yeah, today, that was. Yo, I, yo, F the producers, and they don't know anything. I had to throw down like a life raft, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's more the producers <laughs> don't think that they add that. value versus, like, you know, like, you know, most, or like, you know, a good amount of people think. Yeah, it's all these, we, these we, kind of, we constantly see, like, actresses drop off the face of the earth. After yeah, they get Spanish, like, you know, when they do those, like, you know, whatever. They well, actually, they, 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 actually they made enough money to chill. Until and they, then they try to come back, and the, the, the door's not, not open at again. At all. They don't get hired. They don't get well, hired. That's what I'm saying. Idiot they, producers have yeah. these. Uh, they make money. You know, and they cool. Perceptions in their head. And then when yeah, they try I mean, to get, the, back, like, you get that like, window period where you, until you're old enough to play, like you know, a grandmotherly role or something. Yeah. And then you can yeah, work that. Yeah, yeah. Cut Hollywood. Oh my God. What you say? What you say, Shamar? I said, oh, my God, this conversation just went downhill so fast. Well, I mean, that's what happens with them. Like, they'll disappear, and then they'll come back, like, you know, when they're no, old. No, no, this is the thing. They don't disappear. Thank they're you. They're pushed out. There's a, there's a difference. Well, not, I mean, okay, I I, yes, they are pushed out. I, I, like, was just saying disappear, just because that's what they have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, M-Dog, M-Dog, M-Dog was coming from the right direction. He, he said they disappear, and then they come back because... The producers, the, the makers of the films, the decision makers and gatekeepers are doing exactly that. They push them out. They think, uh, oh, hold on, so but they that, don't come back. Like you make it sound like every woman that hit forty, oh, no, no, they don't come back. But the majority of them, we don't ever oh, get to see back. again. That's if they insane. if they don't have a large following, like Julia Roberts. Scorny Weaver, but don't yeah. Sharon Stone. Don't you know, like, like, you know, they'll go off. Like, you know, they'll do whatever. Don't, don't, they'll work. Sharon Stone is a good example. She has been. One at a time. One at a time. 
Don't well, be a twisted. My point though. is that if you're not one of those women who have a large following, who has have either Oscars in their background yeah. or a strong film history, you are not coming back after that. I mean, like Helen Mirren is never not going to have yeah. a role. I mean, and she's like, what is it? Yeah, I don't so even she's, know. A, okay. she's a British actress that does Ellen theater. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She does theater. She like most of these women do not do theater. If they do film, they don't do theater, so thus they don't come back either way. And she didn't even start American movies until like the late nineties. And let's not let's not hold on. Let me finish the point. Fight for people over what? Yeah, yeah. We all have. We're all basically in agreement. We're just arguing. No, no, no. But I'm saying that we're not because the women that you think are coming back, they're not going anywhere. They're not going to theater unless you're a British actress that has done theater before. You're not doing theater in America. Then don't worry about it because the British men are coming over. So give it a couple of seconds and you'll be right back on that coattail. Not sorry. No, I'm sorry. Not I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean to say that. I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. That's not true, though. You can't advice, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking either side because I don't want my head chopped off. But um, <laughs> give an example. I think if you give an example, I think it may you dealing with some thick skulls. So you may need to give an example. Well, I, I give several. Or persons. Yeah, per- go for it. Person, person or persons. Okay. Uh, the hard part is to remember some of the actresses' names because they've been gone so long. Uh, and and it's true. It's okay. Name any Let's let's go back. Name any woman from the Breakfast Club that still has a job in Hollywood. Oh. Doesn't Molly Wigman no. do stuff? No, no. Well, she's yeah. all over the place. Oh yeah, she was in. Uh, she was in. Uh, the, the, the channel oh, she was in that Disney Channel series too, where she was like the rock mom, wasn't and she? she? Okay, right so she was in uh, Disney Channel mom. But she, she was right in the producer though. Yeah, that's what JD is. Anybody okay. doing anything from the Breakfast Club? Yeah, well, right? actually, the, most well, of them are Rob Lowe. He's like the only success story. Hold on, but most of the men are directors or producers. And they are. That's what they've been doing. That's where they've been making their money. Right. Wait, wasn't Hollywood not acting that, at all? That's another area that's not um, open to <laughs> supported by the industry as a female producer, director, something like there, there, There's definitely a gap there. And you mentioned Sarah, Sharon Stone before. And yeah. I, yeah, you hardly ever see Sharon Stone in anything. You know, yeah, she, they, she was, she was around in a, for a long time, but that was, she did a string of like really bad movies. Bad but films, again. exactly. You don't but see, again, you she's don't not see a theater actor, you got, so she can't do anything else. But another thing is, here you, you got, got Robert you got Downey. Fun. Here you got Robert Downey, uh, you know, literally destroying his career in flames and then coming back like a friggin' phoenix in an Iron Man suit, just flying out the flames. And, 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 and you know, now he's. Now he's doing stuff, you know, and these yeah. older actors, you know, okay, so most of the people, most of the guys in these Marvel and DC movies, most of them are pretty up there in age, you know, they're yeah. not young, they're not in their yeah. 20s and stuff like that, but then you got Brie Larson, you got uh, um, Scarlett Johansson, you got, uh, um, uh, what you call playing Pepper? She's a little bit up there, but she, you, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that's, and that's like that's the other problem. It's like even as the guys age, the actors playing their love interests are still like in their twenties or thirties. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you still have Jack Nicholson like paired with like 
you know, Portman or something like that. And it's right. kind of like, right. really? Right. For real? Like, you can't get a woman who's like 40 or anything? Like, you always have to get like these young, you know, almost teenage looking younger women. And it's like, it's kind of And that's what? I'm not, I'm, I'm not. It's the I'm not hating on Brie Larson. I, I don't even know Brie Larson enough to say whether she was <laughs> if she's going to be good or not. But you know, she's supposed to be Captain Marvel, Captain, you know, Captain Marvel. She better bring some. Uh, and I'm sure she will. I'm not saying I'm. I'm kind of trusting Marvel that they, you know, did a good screen test and you know all of that. I'm trusting that. But I, I would like to see them have somebody that could stand there with the fellas and have a little bit of maturity with them, you know, personality-wise, have a little bit of maturity with them. But so what is the what characteristic of Captain Marvel for those of what's us who don't follow it? Yeah, what's I the mean, characteristic? For her, yeah, for, yeah. Comic nerds. Um, and, did you just, you're talking about Captain Marvel as what kind of character she is? Yeah, what what what, what, what characteristics does she have? That's a good question. personality. Personality wise, what characteristics? Well, I mean, she's a strong personality. I mean, of course, she's like you know military, like you know military. She is a captain. So I mean, but she's strong. She can be authoritative. She knows how to take charge. I mean, she's you know a natural leader. She also is, like, you know, at least depending on what interpretation they do. Like, the most recent one, she was, like, you know, a pilot in Afghanistan. She went down. She was tortured and everything else. So, I mean, she had that. Um, and she, you know, gained her, her, her powers. Her just died. Hmm? Oh, her boyfriend just died. Oh, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she was dating um, Rhodey in the comics, and he died. He had, like, you know, his, you know, entire midsection blown out by Thanos. Spoilers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, but so is like kind of like um, Kusanagi S. What was that? Yeah, yeah. but uh, Kusanagi Light. Kusanagi Light. <laughs> did, you, did, you a, see the movie, did you see the movie? Did you see the movie GI Jane? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. GI Jane. Nobody. Imagine, imagine GI yeah, Jane with superpowers. Yeah. 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 No, I mean she's a hard ass. I mean, she, she's like, you know, she was bred in combat and everything else. I mean, she isn't like, you know, someone who's just like, you know, has superpowers, you know, conveniently has superpowers. She was already a hard ass before she had superpowers. Okay. She's kind of like yeah. Batwoman. Uh, yeah. One? Yeah, the new Batwoman. Yeah, the new Batwoman. Yeah. Yeah, how she was military uh -huh. trained and everything else. So. Uh -huh. Does she have an appearance in Infinity War? You think she have an appearance in Infinity War? Oh, yeah. I, I, of course, I, I, easily. I can, yeah, I can yeah. guarantee that too. She's a because her powers are probably um, coming from the Kree, you know, yeah. in some way or another. Right, and uh, that's going to bring yeah. us into space, and 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 uh, Agents of Shield is uh, setting us yeah. up for that. So, right. right. Yeah, telling everyone that a, a previous Captain Marvel was a black woman. Oh yeah, yeah, and she's still around too. They're actually on the same team together currently. They're both on the Ultimates. Yeah, it's Pulse, right? Isn't she Pulse or something like that? Pulsar, Pulsar, maybe. I forgot her name. Pulsar, right it's yeah. Monica Rambeau, though. That's that's who yeah, it is. yeah, Monica Rambeau. So, Monica Rambeau, but so I want to talk about I want to talk about the uh, um, Black Panther casting, <laughs> which yeah. pretty much got. 
I just, I don't know, all the exciting brothers and sisters of today in the, in the movie. Of course, Cooler's not going to make a movie without Michael B. Jordan. He probably, that that's his Tim Burton and uh, Johnny Depp combination there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-oh. <laughs> Black nerdy, we gotta, we gotta, uh, we gotta come up with a venom name for you. I think (laughs) it'll happen. I think we'll get one. Um, so uh, Danny Guerrero, Danny Guerrero, um, she's gonna be playing the head of uh, the Dora Milaje, and I'm excited. I'm excited for that. We got Michael B. Jordan. Lupita Nyong'o, Denai Guerrero, and and Chadwick Boseman coming back for uh, to play Black Panther. I don't know what else. And Ryan Coogler, who has given us two movies that you know have have beautiful subtly subtlety to them um, and heartfeltness to them. I I don't know. Dude, Black Panther. This is turning into a decent film. Man, yo, honestly, unfortunately, we'll, we'll finally get like a dream team. Like, that's yeah. all I'm saying. I'm will, done with that. That's all I'm saying. Hey, I, I'm just going to warn you. Every time you think something, this is going to look like a decent film and it has all these great actors, for me, it never does. Dude. Well, but I don't know. I, I trust Google. Yeah, go ahead. I, go ahead, I, Regine. I, I trust him with the subject matter. I think he's a great director and I think I think he'll put everything all on the right path. I think he'll put yeah. people in check. And he's helping to write. Yeah. I, and I, I met him in person. Like he is super awesome. He's just mm-hmm. a dude around the way. Like he's really cool. But I really I really think he's a, a ultimate professional. And I think he'll, he knows what's riding on his back. He knows what's on his shoulders. And I think we're gonna have we're gonna get a good we're gonna get a good film. I trust him. And also and also he seems I, I I well, this could go either way, but he seems like I guess he's somebody that Marvel can work with or or that he can work with Marvel versus oh, uh you know, Ava DuVernay was like, eh, you know, I guess she wasn't feeling it. <laughs> Which happens, that's fine. Yeah, because other people have left Marvel projects. Exactly. Man, I just want to see what's going to happen. What comes out. I'm excited. I'm excited for Black Panther. I'm excited that uh, Ta-Nehisi, uh, you, you know, uh, 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 handpicked the ladies that are uh, doing the uh, world of Wakanda, you know, maybe we needed that, you know. Although there's I something guess. about there's something about Wakanda, like Wakanda itself, Bison. To bring your words back, Wakanda itself is sort of um, a pandorization, you know, that was pointed towards the comic community back in the day, you know. Where they say this is a this is an African nation, you know, a fictional nation, but this is an African nation. It's never been conquered. It's 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 you know one of the most advanced nations in the world. You know this and that. It's got all these great things, but it's still fictional. You know, there's always and a the little main, bit. And, and the main villain is named Manny. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was kind of where I was gonna go. Was that I'm I'm excited about Black Panther, but um, a, lo- a lot of things with me with with comic movies and comic characters, you know, you gotta have to be a villain. And as much as I love the Black Panther character, I'm saying, what is he gonna do? And then Manate and Claw came up, and I'm like, oh, okay. Um, well, I'm, I'm ready for that. Claw. I'm ready for Claw. Well, but I mean, I don't know if Claw could be the. I mean, I don't know if Claw is gonna be the. I mean, I mean, I don't see Claw being being this major villain throughout the movie. It just, I don't know. And again, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw any salt on it or, or any venom or anything. I'm, again, I'm excited for it. I'm just, in the back of my mind, I'm just a little concerned of the fact I don't know what the, I don't know where the story's going to go. You know what, you I'm, know? what um, I'm liking about it, though, is that Marvel is actually digging into characters that we sat back and considered as second, you know, second side characters. And ones that we wanted to be upfront characters, and they're bringing them up to the upfront. So, I mean, as far as they've been going now, they really haven't been that disappointing. And yeah, you know, what kills me though is so funny is it's cause it's almost like the, the the comic book rival in a movie form for it. You know, <laughs> we think back to the day. You know, it's still DC and Marvel, and it's it's now a movie form, and it's like who's doing what the best. <laughs> and again, Marvel is still like outdoing DC. I would like to see DC step up, but <laughs> I'm just saying. So I'm not really worried about you know where they're gonna take the Panther. I think they're gonna represent for just as much as they did for the rest. Yeah, I'm sure oh, they funny. will. I'm sure they will. All right, <laughs> let's go, let's uh let's close out with our uh, reviews of some movies that uh, came out this week. <laughs> you know what? I'm a... <laughs> Nerd of the. Uh, I, mean, I, I saw I, I saw both though. I saw both Star Trek and Ice Age, so I could talk about both. You talk about okay. Let's start with the big one. Let's start. Let's, let's start with Star Trek. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, show us show of hands who didn't see it. Who did not see Star Trek? Who didn't see Star Trek? I'm, I'm waving my hand. Wait, I'm confused. Wait, okay, hand I'm up waving if my you hand. Don't if wait. If you did, did you see, not? Did, I think you I didn't see Star Trek, right? I don't be wrong. Hand down. I'm, I saw it. You saw it with us. I don't know how you didn't see it unless you fell asleep. I didn't know which way to put my hand. I guess I'm in yeah, the dark. All right. All right. Let's, 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 let's go sit down. Go sit down and let somebody else talk. Go sit down. Who didn't see it? Who saw Star Trek? Who saw Star Trek? <laughs> I, I saw it. I did. I saw it. Okay. I was okay. too busy watching the Killing Joke, so I didn't get a chance to watch Star Trek. Right, oh, that. I heard the Killing Joke was a little. Uh, yeah. Oh, I watched that too. Oh, everybody hated it, from what I understand. 
Yeah, it's so crazy reading the book and then trying to watch the Yeah, yeah and then watch it. All right, so we, we, we can mention that real quick uh, later on. But All right, so Star Trek, did you guys like this? First of all, yeah. did you like it more than Rathacon? No. Or did you like it less? Wait, oh my what? God, dialect. I know you didn't just I liked choke. it the same. You liked it the same? But you yeah. love Cumberbatch, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I liked it. I liked it. I thought you were talking about the actual Raph of Khan, not that Raph of Khan. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Dialect. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. confused yeah. me from Joe yeah. on that. Right. You lied. You love a son of Montabon. So who, li- who, who liked this more than in, uh, Into Darkness? I, yeah, I, I actually did, did because I, I felt. I did. You did. I you did. got this. So everybody's I, I, in agreement. This was no, not everybody. Oh, oh. Yeah, I liked it the same. I didn't like this one more than I liked the other one. So you didn't like right. either one of them. Okay. I did. I liked both of them, but I didn't feel like this one was that much better than the last one. So JD, let's let's get into it. What did you like about this one? Um. Well, I, one I liked the director, but uh, I just I I liked where the story went, how many characters they brought into it. How it flowed. I liked all the action, but I didn't feel the connection I did the last time uh, in two, mm. which is. <laughs> but did I, you think I did it was a deeper? Did you think it was a? Uh, uh, did you think Into Darkness was deeper, a deeper story? I I think that the characters pulled off each other more. This one was supposed mm-hmm. to be a little lighter, and it had its funny moments, but. You know, and and Bones had some of the best lines. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they definitely give him. They gave him his lines that was necessary to carry yeah. this on. Nope. But yeah. and nerdity, so, you, uh, nerdity, you 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 feel like this wasn't as good as uh, Rathacon? Uh, I mean, uh, Into Darkness. Oh, this is way better. Way better. <laughs> oh, this way was way better. better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you tricked me. You said the. I was thinking the original Raph of Khan, not the Raph of Khan. <laughs> okay. You know, the book oh, actually called that. the Raph of Khan. Yeah. Yeah. Into Darkness. That was totally my fault. That was totally my fault. So, so Into Darkness, this was way better than Into Darkness for you. Yes. Thanks. What do you like about it? <laughs> I got my bones and spots together. Like, anytime you put bones and spots together, it's like instant win for me. No. It's a win. Wow, that's, that's, I've never heard that before. That's crazy. My bones are fucked. <laughs> no, I thought that was a good pairing. I thought they paired uh, yeah. people up pretty good and stuff, you know. Um, and then uh, and the horror got her action scenes. I was like, yes, finally. Yeah, I'm horror happy. is like, horror is putting in the work. We're putting in we work. We got a on here. Listen to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep calling out. Yeah, Aurora did work. Did you like uh, the new character? Who, who else? Um, uh, Chow Scout. Did you like the new character? Uh, you mean um, which one? Idris Elba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Idris. This is a multiple choice question. Exactly. No, it's not. The <laughs> new the, the, the Jayla. Did you like Jayla? Jayla was great, and you know, it took me a minute to go. Where do I know her from? And I, I realized she was the actress in The Kingsman. And yes. Uh, yes. y'all remember? Yes. Who yes. had like the? I call her like the Blade Runner. She was amazing. Oh. Um, and that ex 
explains the uh, action shots. Like, her combat scenes were yes. amazing. And in that yeah. moment, yes. I started thinking, whoever works with her needs to work with Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow in these <laughs> Marvel movies. Agreed. Because the stuff looked real. Also, you know, the actress, she, she actually, I think she practices martial arts and she's a dancer. But still, that she is, is she's a, she's a uh, geek. He's a uh, professional dancer. Yeah, Geek. Yeah. I don't think we threw that in there. Because when me and Geek So Brother was looking at it, we were just like, yo, she knows something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we Sophia, ain't throw Sophia dance Sophia in Mutella. there. <laughs> do we think she'll be... Oh, oh, sorry. Do you think she'll be the replacement for Chekhov? Uh, mm, mm. Because, of course, I they're think not the replacing original, him. I think the original no. plan... I think the original plan was that she was going to be in addition to the crew, of course. But uh, I don't know how they're going to handle it. But she, 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 she may has, take. She has to finish. She has to finish the academy first. Yeah, yeah. she has to finish the academy. Yeah, yes, come yes, on! How many people jump no, through the academy? How many people I, jump through the academy? I heard her. Really? I heard I, somebody like theorized online that they should replace Chekhov with the camel from the animated series. I don't know because they said they're not going to re- officially replace Chekhov, so I don't think. Well, they're not going to replace the actor in the role. But that's what they meant. Yeah. They could replace the character, right. but they're not going to replace Chekhov as Chekhov or Yeltsin. Right? They're not going to replace. Yeah. They're not going to have Chekhov as a character. Um, right. So they could theoretically in the, replace in the them. Film. Yeah. They could theoretically replace them with Lieutenant Eric's from the animated series, which is exactly what happened in the original cut. You know what right. was a breath of fresh air? With so many dystopian future movies and TV shows, right. it's refreshing right. to see something where the future is kind of bright. Even yeah. though you got to go hell. Yeah, you're right, Bison. I mean, that first 10 to 15 minutes when they got on to Yorktown, I mean, that was some spectacular effects. I mean, yeah. Was, and I and the, uh, you're right, Bison. The idea that this is future that we could have, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. This is definitely future that we could have, uh, you know, if we if, if Trump doesn't make it to. I got a laugh that it required like the Romulans interfering with uh, Starfleet history for Starfleet to actually build something cool. <laughs> Absolutely what. It took the it took the Romulans screwing up history for Starfleet to finally build something cool. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a giant, just a Death Star of peace. That's what it was. Yeah, well, there's nothing like that in the original continuity. So thanks, Ro- Romulans. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Romulans. So Bison, um, uh, you you were saying that you liked it, right? I I thought I heard you on uh. No. Yeah, I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed it very much. What you did? What did you? Uh, what you think about it? Let, let, I want to go around the table, but Bison, what you think about it? Well, a lot of people thought he was an underwhelming character because the backstory was revealed in the third half. If you paid close attention to what they were wearing, that was the giveaway. It was basically wearing the jackets from the Enterprise era, painted black. Yeah, right. Looked hard if you if you look hard enough. I think that was the only kind of misnomer. I thought he was a serviceable character. I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm kind of tired of seeing the Enterprise blown up every movie. 
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I would love, I know they're not going to do it. Maybe we can get a novel out of it. i love to yeah. see his story told. I mean, that's a compelling story. He was a soldier that fought the Romulans. They noticed they brought in Zindi, so they mixing all the timelines up. Right. You know, uh, they brought in Zindi. Well, the Zindi stuff happened. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, I'm getting real geeky tech. Tricky. No, anyway, I mean, he was pre—he was pre-Federation, where it was just a United Earth. And he, you know, that was part of an Earth fought Romulus. I mean, the Romulan Empire, and then mm-hmm. they fought the, you know, the, the Zindi. So he, you know, he was this—they were called Marcos, which was basically Marines that went around. They was fighting, but that was a different. That was the bloody history before the Federation, and I would love to see that, but you know, that's not going to happen because New Star Trek, right? right. Gonna, I mean, was going to happen after the movie. That's a story that could be told that I would enjoy. If I get a novel out of it, great. But I, to answer your question, I thought he was a serviceable character. I thought at the end, I thought that fight was maybe five minutes too long and really got kind of outrageous. But I thought oh, the uh, the floating in the air fight. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was yeah. <laughs> man. What you bison? You say you want to you want to get a good novel out of it. Don't you have to read them? Wait, you just said Bison don't read. What you trying to say, dude? No, 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 no. I, I wasn't saying that to him. I was saying ah. you man, you want a novel. I'm saying don't you have to read those. I mean, why do you want a novel? I read it too. <laughs> well, we're not going to. We're, we're. I don't think we're going to get a free. Uh, I don't think we're gonna get a pre-Starfleet, you, you know, World War Three type. I mean, I mean, the furthest they went back was uh, uh, well, First Contact, right? Yeah, well, that's after World War Three, yeah. and that was after that. That was when things were starting to uh, come together. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, still bad, but it was starting to come together and stuff. That's, that's well, what I mean, just, for, uh, just for the reminder, everyone, uh, the, the timeless split occurs after Enterprise, so that's still canon in all universes. So who else? Not like you, you want to go into any spoilers? Uh, or or blur words? You saw blur words, right? Um, no, I, I saw the oh, killer right. joke. Oh, that's right. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I saw the killer so joke. Spoilers. <laughs> I, I I do want to say I got a really good laugh that Kirk is already trying to end the mission after three years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that that's funny. That's funny. That's you know, they, mentioned, he got a certain set of skills. Those is what they mentioned them. something about. Um, <laughs> they mentioned something about there was a little quick line about undiscovered. They didn't say undiscovered country, but um, it, it 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 did feel like they. Uh, made a little homage to uh, Star Trek well, Six. There's all well, well discovered. Huh? Oh, uh, the meteor. Yeah. And 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 I felt like Idris's character was reminiscent, like his mindset was reminiscent of the Klingon and the Earth Admiral, the Klingon Colonel that were that didn't want to see peace. You know. During uh, 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 Star Trek, you know the original Star Trek movie, Undiscovered Country. Yes. I didn't. Um, <clears throat> I, I I felt like it was a callback to that a little bit. I didn't feel like it was a, a copy like uh, 
Don't, like, don't uh, worry about it. It's all right. Don't worry. Into dark. But um, I don't know. There were some silly moments, but I did like. Uh, I like Stalker. Spock was pretty cool. You know, Stalker mm-hmm. Spock was okay because he did. He he wasn't. He didn't mean to stalk, but he ended up being <laughs> being creepy. Oh yeah, the whole thing around. Yeah, no, I mean they 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 brung they brung the characters to, to, to life again. I don't know why the pseudo thing was so understated. I don't know why they tried to make that into a controversy when none was there. I know, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think George Takai made the. I think George Takai made the. I, he had a point. He had a point that the only reason you make it pseudo gay is because I'm gay. Mm-hmm. You know, why don't you make another character gay? He he had a point there, but as far as yeah. as far as the film itself, yeah, it was very understated, but it was it, it was it, it was represented well, I think. But still you represented. Know. So, it was represented, yeah. So it was like, come on. I mean, I, mean, I could play, I could play more about the fact that Justin Lin found another way to get Roger Fan into one of his movies. <laughs> another way to what? Get Roger Fan into one of his movies. Oh. <laughs> Alright, go around the table. Uh, Toby Wan, what do you give it? Oh, you're going to hit me first. Alright. Yeah. After watching the first one, which I loved, uh, the second one, which I hate, and this one, <laughs> which I enjoy, I'm going to hit it with a 375. That's good. That's not bad. Uh, JD? Uh, I'd say uh, I'll give it a three seven five as well. Nice, uh, Archie Manor. I'll give this uh, three point two five. Three point two five. Yeah. So you know, one of the things that I loved about the television series is that it was really kind of the science fiction terrible. I mean, you had your philosophy, faith, ethics. All in a little bundle. Like, it was just so nuanced, so deep. And right. I felt that this movie was a very good action movie. Right. But it wasn't truly a Star Trek movie. There was I, that depth there. You know, it's... You you every time somebody, sometimes, every time somebody says that, I gotta wonder... I gotta say, you know, the Star Trek movies everybody likes from the previous franchise, well, two go-arounds, goes were the action movies. True. That's I'm where not the action talking about that. I'm talking about <laughs> celebrated action. The series. I'm talking about the series in general. So yeah. it just said it didn't recapture that. And yeah, but so, Dalek like, does bring movies. up a point. Yeah, none of the But Dalek like, brings up a point. Really what did. what can you can or should the movies be as deep I think it should. I'm right uh, with you, Shadow. You know what? I think, I think that the movies should Ooh. I think Listen, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I think the movies, I think the movies should be um, capturing some of the reminiscence of the uh, original series, or or some of the, some you know, some of the philosophy, some of the things that Gene Roddenberry was trying to push. I think the movies should continue it. Which I totally agree with. Which uh, just throw it out. I, the first one, 
love. The second one, killing the spot, great. Third one, searching for spot, turned into an adventure, and it was just like adventure after there. I'm just saying, they just need to just learn how to put in. Well, I also think part of that had to do with the fact who's at the helm of this movie. I mean, it's somebody who has yeah. an optology under their belt. Um, yeah. Rightfully so. So I wasn't going to expect that kind of product from Justin Lynn. So, I mean, if I want to think we're going to get too. I don't think we're going to get the right deepness from J.J. Uh, Abrams. You know, Simon Pegg tried to throw it in. I mean, they did try to get deep, See, right? And, and I think they can get there. The first one, I really think they pulled it off by making it an adventure to bring everybody into it. They totally yeah. effed up with the second one. Because mm-hmm. you grabbed the people in. You That's had everybody there. You couldn't. And you, you, you do that garbage to bring people in? The second then, one tried to get deep, though. The second one tried to get No, you don't get deep into something that was deep. Spin it around and... And just piss on everybody else that like know how deep it was. No, you don't do. You don't. You All right. They didn't do All right. right. I like a Dalek. What do you give it? Uh, I'm gonna give it a four, and that makes it the best one since what? six. Wait, he went over me. Wait, <laughs> yeah, said, he I went over. You. He went over everybody. Said, he gave it a four. Wait, he went Dalek. over everybody. He, he really loved it. Hey, you haven't wait, got wait, me wait, yet. Wait. Dalek, please explain, because I'm confused. I'm getting to you, nerdity. I'm getting to you. <laughs> I'm saving you for. I'm saving you for last. We got Dialogue. nothing. That is not time. logical. <laughs> uh, uh, Bison, what do you give it? I give it five stars. Five, man. Now I feel you like really I'm like home. it. I enjoyed it a lot. I know what I hate, yeah. it, but I, I, I can't hate on these guys. No, you can't. No, I can't. I like it. You got, you it wasn't like part two. I like what you like. It wasn't the second um, Who else did I miss? Who did I miss? The nerdity going last. Yeah. Who did I miss for that? Nobody. Uh, I'm nerdity, what are you? What? What? Uh, this is Musky. I decided to join in for the Star Trek read. Well, what? Yeah, Musky ninja does. No. Musky ninja does. Yeah, I just want to Well, I just want to Hi. Uh, I'll start off by saying I hated the first two Abram movies. I just I can't stand oh. them. Wow. I I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, crazy. and uh, I agree with Dalek. It's a four out of five. Awesome. Oh. Oh, so bad for awesome. The first one. <laughs> <laughs> I like the there first was a lot of first one, the... reference from the first one. That's why I liked it. The first one I felt, the the first one I had a, a few problems with, you know. I, I enjoyed it. And right. exactly, exactly along the lines of what uh, what uh, Shadow Scout was talking about. But Black Nerdy, what do you give it? <laughs> Out of five, Cosmic Gap. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a six. I do. Wait, what? Wait, yeah. you saw the other ones, right? Yeah. You gonna give it? You gonna give it one out of five? She said six. Six. Back, this Yo, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. You know what? Yeah. I'm, I, just, I'm I love it. Like, no, no. Like, look, everyone's happy now. JJ is with Star Wars and he's working it. And, like, I finally enjoy Star Wars now. And Star Wars was okay. Shh, shh, let, yeah. it no. let it talk. Let it talk. 
Yeah, like I like Star Wars now. Okay, the the what seven movie was a charm. Okay, sometimes I think there's a charm. No, it, it took seven. So now I'm in both franchises now. Congratulations. Yo, I ain't, I'm not mad. I ain't, I ain't mad. What? <laughs> And I really enjoyed this one because at first I, I I didn't think I'll be able to ever join Star Trek on the big screen, but now I can. So I'm, I'm, I'm so happy. But I, and he put both of his spots together. That's what's nerdity, funny. nerdity. Not to you. You don't have to answer this question, but are you in your twenties or thirties? Thirties. Thirty. I'm there. I'm there. We're good. I'm confused. She, she, she got that. She she got that happy. She got the happy preschooler thing going on. Dude, she yeah. life is beautiful. It's like the, when I saw the first well, one, I could, uh, I could, I saw the first one. I can understand. I mean, most of the Star Trek movies released in the nineties were god awful. So, yeah. yeah. So, can I just have? Yes. You can have it. Listen, 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 listen. If Dalek, <laughs> listen. If Dalek can give a six to. The X Men Days of Future Past because he loved to use drooling all over that, the place. No, no, that was that was uh, that was uh, Dawn, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yes, it was. Was it Dawn? Yes. I thought it was the X Men. No, I, I give I give X Men a five. I give X Men a five. Dawn was. Oh, it was still over. Dawn of the Planet. It was still. You gave Dawn a six. So we'll give you nerdity. We'll give you. Uh, we'll give you Star Trek. You go to six out of five. Cosmic yes. Afro. Exactly. What? Yeah, That's this funny. <laughs> All right, Nerdity, this is your this is your shot. Ice Age. What was it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you so <laughs> that one. Please tell it me was fun. Uh, no. You know he can never get the night. Oh, there's another one. Oh, I can't take yeah, it's probably gonna be another one. I'm sorry, but like, I'll so probably. So, so let me ask you: What'd you think of it? How did it compare to the previous ones? Uh, you, you know, was it fun for adults as much as kids? It's fifty-fifty. Like, there's some dookie jokes for the kids, and then there's like a lot of parenting adult fears for like the adults because in this one, the family is splitting apart because the daughter. Peaches, who's played by Kiki Palmer, is, you know, she's grown up now. She has her a fiancé, and she's mm. thinking about Roman. Because, like, what I like about the series is it's not so much, like, an external conflict. Like, there's no big bad villain trying to kill him all the time. It's usually right. the, you know, climate change and things like that that they can't really defeat. So in this one, of course, like a big meteor is coming to smash them, and they have to figure out how to divert it away from the planet. So, uh, yeah, I, I liked it. And the kids that were around me, they liked it. They were quiet yeah, most of the time. Yeah, whenever you keep kids quiet, they're happy. Yep. And what do you, what, 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 do you, uh, what do you give it? Um, I'll give it a... Three point seven five. Oh, not bad. Them. Yeah, it's not it's, bad. It's watchable, right? Yeah, for people watchable. that like ice, for people mm -hmm. that like ice age, and I love the jump of animation. Like they just keep upping it with the fur and the textures, and it's like it's very beautiful to watch. Oh, so you just fall, she just falls into love yeah. with the vision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, she forgets about the story for a second. <laughs> 
Like, oh, in a, a special co- uh, cameo by uh, Neil Tyson. That was pretty cool. Oh, nice. You know what? Uh, you know what other movie kids like? Lights out. Lights out. <laughs> oh God. Lights out. But I was kidding. I was movie. <laughs> I was in the listen. I was in the theater with my my son and his friend, and um, yo, kids were. I don't know if they were sneaking in or whatever. It's a PG thirteen. They don't have to. No, yeah. well, these, some of these were younger than 13. Some of these were like 8 and 10. Well, there's, there's but, still no age restrictions on PG-13. It's just a... It's just a number. No, you, well. can't get in, you can't get in if you're younger than 13. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You can. No, I mean, you can, but you got to have a parent with you. No. You Wait, have, what? It depends on location. You just got to go to I'm the like, bathroom. I never got carded. <laughs> what? I never got carded until I started watching Rated R. Yeah, it's only our rooms are restricted. You only want to get carded. Okay, so let's say let's say they got in and it was fine that they were there. Uh, them kids loved it. Them kids were jumping. <laughs> you know, the the premise is that this ghost is uh haunted this family. Well, kind of because the mother was the mother was kind of key, but they're haunting this family and. Uh, Every time the, the the ghost would always show up in shadow. The ghost would always show up when lights went out. So every time you had light blink or so, I gotta tell you, James Wan he didn't direct this, but he did produce it. And and he I don't know, it it wasn't necessarily as well directed as The Conjuring Two, which Wan did, but it um it definitely had a couple things to it. Not scary for adults. If you're used to horror movies, it's not necessarily scary. But but the kids, like the teenagers, they were like, "Oh my god, I freaking love this film!" You know, they were just, they were just like, When was the last time, huh? as an adult, you were scared? Like really, I, you, uh, you Wolf were scared Creek. of Jaws. I think at the no, Wolf Creek, Wolf Creek, it didn't scare me, but it made me very nervous about human beings in general. Uh, um, <laughs> For me, it was um, orphan movie like "What Would You Do" or something like that. Oh, where, uh, I haven't watched. Jeffrey Combs. I just got because like movie. it's it's like very sadistic and it's like it plays on you know your weaknesses and things like that and greed yeah, and love. Yeah, I think, the, I think the last movie that honestly scared me, like made me jump. And then made me scared afterwards was Alien. Was nineteen seventy seventy nine Alien? That was like right right after. That was before Jaws. Like was, you, yeah, you I was scared of anything, dude. That was after. I mean, I thought I, th- I thought Nightmare on Elm Street was a great comedy. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. You know, that, that was so, the that scared me. I'm not scared anymore. I tell, I'll beat I tell you, if you want to bring your kids. If they want to see a scary movie, this was a good scary film. Lights Out had a lot of people jump in, you know, even adults, not just kids, but it had a few adults jump in. It had a pretty good story. It is a little bit rough at the end. I'm not going to lie. There was a a moment, a a finale, that I was not, I wasn't expecting, and it kind of pushed the movie over into, you know, a better you know, you know, rating slot. That are... But, um, but the story, 
the story wasn't quite like they didn't quite explain what was going on, why the ghost was there or whatever. <laughs> but but they just enough. They explained it enough to say, okay, this happened and this is where, you know, whatever. And it was from a short, I believe, so, you, you know, there, there's the limitations of that, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I, I would I would say, um, I don't know, for, for a horror movie, for a horror movie that kids can watch, I would say uh, 375. I would say wow. 375. I wouldn't, I wouldn't quite give it to Conjuring. Like I said, I think Conjuring, I gave it a four. Something like that. I give this a three seven five. It was pretty good, not perfect, but definitely, uh, definitely something the younger generations could get into. PG thirteen was good rating for it. So, uh, by that you mean the original Conjuring, not Conjuring two? Conjuring two. <laughs> Conjuring. I didn't even see the original one all the way through. I have to, I have to go back and I saw the ending. I saw the beginning. I got to see the middle. But Conjuring two, I saw number four. Uh, uh, I gave it a four. So. So yeah, that's it. Lights out. You can check it out. Also, um, not really much time, but uh, Shadow, you saw Infiltrator. What was it good? What did you give it? Yeah, uh, Infiltrator was great. Um, I highly recommend it. I'll give it a, a four. Uh, well a four? told story. Yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't. Believe it or not, it wasn't the Brian Cranston show. I mean, they really did a good job of yeah. just kind of presenting you know, the story itself and what it takes to go, you know, deep cover to bring down Pablo Escobar. Like, that that was really what it was about. Um, a little bit like, did y'all see Johnny Depp and Blow? Yeah. 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 So it was, it was kind of like on the edge of Blow meets Argo. Um, okay. Just that kind of period piece, but... You know, a number of folks kept the story moving. John, John Leguizamo, excellent job. I really want to see oh, more wait. stuff like this. Don't yeah, he was great. Yo, he's underrated. Yeah, Ice Age. Yep. That's why I support Ice Age. <laughs> there you go. So. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, all right. Well, that's it. Um, I'd just like you all to know for some reason... A movie that's coming out with this weekend has premiered tonight in my local theater, uh, Nerve. Yeah, that's I'm seeing that. I'm seeing that. Mess. that. Yeah. You could have seen it tonight if you wanted because, strangely enough, it's... Uh, it opens a Wednesday. Premiering yeah, on a tomorrow. Tuesday. Oh, yeah, it's early showing. Yeah. The movie actually opens tomorrow night, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing it tomorrow I, night. But why? They usually only do that for... Uh, Big... Movies, right? Big movies, a big weekend. Uh, this might be big. This might be big. big it's big, gonna big bomb. Bad movies? Yeah. Big bad movies. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a Geek Soul Brothers going to see Nerd tomorrow. Well, I'll, I'll yes. try. I'll yes. try and see if. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna see. I'm excited. Yeah. It depends on location, because like over here, the purge is doing really well. Like there were so many yeah. people. Like the purge was good. Well, yeah, the nerve is just like, like that... annoying teenager movie with murder, so it'll stink. You know, I'm not gonna sell it quite that short just yet. So I'm gonna wait. You go and give it a chance. You go and give it. A yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's close out, Regine. Thanks so much. If you're still there, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. So I, I'm really, I'm really glad you. Uh, I, I know you were tired, and I, <laughs> I, I, again, we're really happy 
We're really happy. Congratulations to the success yeah. women in color, uh, uh, mm-hmm. women colors doing, and Thank you, you know just you with the comics. Well, where, where can people find your uh, uh, the website and everything on Twitter and stuff? Um, for uh, my books, you can uh, if you want them digitally, you can check out peepgamecomics.com. Um, you can also go to my website for hardcover copies. Um, that's www.blockitdown.com. And for women in comics events, um, check out womeninComicsCollective.org. I'm also on Twitter at Lock It Down. Also at Women in Comics NY. I'm also on Facebook, Lock It Down Productions Publications, and Women in Comics um, Collective International. Let me ask you, did you get a chance to uh, record any of the panels or anything? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. I'm going to try to um, post them this week. That's what we did. Yes. That, that's what I need. I, I need I need, I need. need all my Twitter friends, all, my, all, <laughs> all the family. I need us to all be recording as much as we can. Image is important. Our images are important. Yes. Um, uh, Nerdity, you good? Where can people find you? Black Nerdy on Twitter? Yep. <laughs> you blogging? Did you blog this week? Uh, no, I just reblogged. Yeah, I just reblogged. Oh, you reblogged. Oh. <laughs> oh, I did pull some cat pictures, but... I tell you yeah. what, if you, feel, if you feel like it, write me a review of, uh, of uh, Ice Age for me. Okay. If you feel Maybe. like it. And um, blur words, what you got happening? If you're there, <laughs> maybe you're not there. <laughs> maybe not. Bison, you okay? Is he on? I'm I'm here. Um, oh, uh, all is. I want to say is, is. Um, wow. <laughs> congrats to the um, to Miss Lockett and to Black Girl Nerds <laughs> and other blurs who went out to San Diego Comic Con. They really. They really did yep. a great job, and I hope that only grows. I mean, we're starting to get representation, and hopefully right. um, next year it doubles. Hopefully, Geek Soul Brother, you make it out there next year. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know what? I, I'm I, I'm slowful on it, but the Patreon's coming, and uh, I, I'm going to, you know, appreciate the support. I, I, kn- I know the family's out there, and they've been waiting to su- have a channel to support uh you, you know, support the show, support me, and you know the blog and everything. So, you know, we're gonna make that happen definitely. And and definitely shout out to Black Girl Nurse. She got that. She got that interview with uh, Idris Elba. That was awesome. Yep. That was awesome. So, and blur words. You, did you come back? No. I thought he came back. I thought I heard him. All right. Anyway, uh, they pull my things up. You can check us out on Twitter, MDOL957, Aliyah underscore Chi, Howard Toby, Illuminous, Jonathan J. Stone Zero, Real Lord Dalek, Phil Regan underscore Uno, Sharita22, our Silent Wonder, uh, Archimana, that Shadow Scout, uh, Blurred Words on Twitter, uh, Bison for Life on Twitter, uh, Black Nerdity on Twitter, Regine. What's your Twitter, Regine? Lock it down? It's at Lock It Down and at, lock um, it down, at, yeah. at Women in Comics NY. Yeah. At Women in Comics at NY. Two, yeah, two. And uh of course me, Geek Soul Brother, Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. 
Thank you. Somebody's been watching my YouTube videos, I guess. I'm, yeah, I'm all by myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I watch it. It's just me. It's just me. Shout out, to, okay. uh, shout out to the people that have been supporting my YouTube channel. I really appreciate it. So uh, next week, we'll see what happens. I want to get, um, you know, I'm going to contact uh, uh, Joseph Phillips. I'm going to contact him. He's got a new book out, Solar Man. So I want to see if I can get him on the show and talk about that. But um, we'll have some we'll have some more stuff coming down the road. Until then, you geeks out there, you take care. Talk to you guys later. Peace. Bye. So, later. Shadow, what was, what was your opinion on either House of Bugging or the past? <laughs> what? What? The past. The past. The past. The past. The past. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Thanks again, Richard. Really, really bad stuff. Sorry, John Leguizamo. (laughs) Thanks again. um, Well, you get some rest. (laughs) Yes, actually. You get some rest. Anytime, anytime, Regine, you want to come on the show and talk about, uh, you know, talk talk about all your, uh, all, all the directions you're going with your empire. Okay. Exactly. And yeah. when you wake up and and realize that you dreamed this whole night, please call us <laughs> back next Tuesday and wake up. <laughs> and tell us about the dream. You know, it's amazing. We got through this entire episode and I didn't even have to do Mr. Fake Movie Phone. Aww. Oh, Aww. We are so sad. Oh, that's right. Good that's right. Well, we're not in your dream. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.